is the Charter Act of 1813. The features of this act were as follows. It abolished the trade monopoly of the company in India. That is, the Indian trade was thrown open to all British merchants. However, it continued the monopoly of company over trade in tea and trade with China. It asserted the sovereignty of the British crown over the company's territories in India. It allowed the Christian missionaries to come to India for the purpose of enlightening the people. It provided for the spread of Western education among inhabitants of the British territories in India. It authorized the local governments in India to impose taxes on persons. They could also punish the persons for not paying taxes. Fifth is the Charter Act of 1833. This act was the final step towards centralization in British India. The features of this act were as follows. It made the Governor General of Bengal as the Governor General of India and vested in him all civil and military powers. Thus, the act created for the first time Government of India having authority over the entire territorial area possessed by the British in India. Lord William Bentick was the first Governor General of India. It deprived the Governor of Bombay and Madras of their legislative powers. The Governor General of India was given exclusive legislative powers for the entire British India. The laws made under the previous acts were called as regulations, while laws made under this act were called as acts. It ended the activities of the East India Company as a commercial body which became a purely administrative body. It provided that the company's territories in India were held by it in trust for His Majesty, his hires and successors. The Charter Act of 1833 exempted, attempted to introduce a system of open competition for selection of civil servants and stated that the Indians should not be debarred from holding any place, office and employment under the company. However, this provision was negated after a position from the Court of Directors. Sixth is the Charter Act of 1853. This was the last of the series of Charter Acts passed by the British Parliament between 1793 and 1853. It was a significant constitutional landmark. The features of this Act are as follows. It separated for the first time the legislative and executive functions of the Governor General's Council. It provided for addition of six new members called Legislative Councillors to the Council. In other words, it established a separate Governor General's Legislative Council which came to be known as the Indian Legislative Council. This legislative wing of the Council 
functioned as a mini parliament adopting the same procedures as the british parliament thus legislation for the first time was treated as a special function of the government requiring special machinery and special process it introduced and open competition system of selection and recruitment of civil servants the covenanted civil service was thus thrown open to the indians also accordingly the immaculate committee that is the committee on the indian civil service was appointed in 1854 it extended the company's rule and allowed it to retain the possession of indian territories on trust for the british crown but it did not specify any particular period unlike the previous charters this was a clear indication that the company's rule could be terminated at any time the parliament liked it introduced for the first time local representation in the indian that is the central legislative council of the six new legislative members of the governor general's council four members were appointed by local that is provincial governments of madras bombay bengal and agra